Hey everybody, welcome back to a new episode of Poppin' Off. About pop culture, I'm your host Maggie. And it's me, Steven. And once again, because it's Pride Month, we're going to be shouting out a LGBTQ plus organization at the beginning of every show. I know we did it at the end of our last show, but that was not the original plan. <laughs> so, Stephen, take it away. Yeah, so we're going to start off introducing this organization. So, you guys have probably heard of it. It's GLAAD, um, G-L-A-A-D, uh, Gay and Lesbian Alliance Against Defamation. So, this is a really popular organization, but we just thought it was very fitting since this is a pop culture podcast. So GLAAD works through the entertainment industry, news, media, and the purpose is to accelerate acceptance for LGBTQ plus people. <laughs> so um, they're just trying to be for, in the forefront of the conversation um, about the LGBTQ group of people, and they just want to uh, support the community and help to share stories that might otherwise not get shared. So if you want to find out more about this organization how to donate, how you can help, how you can support the LGBTQ population, you can check out the link in our bio. And can I just say something before we move on? I, this weekend, or this past weekend, went to a gay bar for the first time. Well, we went to one in Chicago, but it, like, wasn't the same in when we were there in April. But this one, it just felt so normal. And I just felt very much, like... M- like my full self with like all the drag queens around putting on shows and Thorgy Thor from RuPaul's Drag Race was there and I met her and she was so cute and I don't know her well I mean like I know her from RuPaul's Drag Race but I haven't seen her season or her all-star season because I don't have access to them right now and I'm not paying two dollars per episode to watch them sorry that's a lot (laughs) yeah and uh, but I do know her from have you ever heard of Dragnificent on TLC no, no. Oh my god. It's kind of like I guess you can kind of like compare it to Queer Eye or just like like one of those life makeover shows in general, but like okay. it's all drag queens that have been on RuPaul's Drag Race and like that's where I know her the most from. And I asked her, I was like, Miss Thorgy. Well, actually, first of all, I went up to her and <laughs> she started hacking. And I was like, Oh my god, good thing I'm vaccinated she's like i'm sorry i just smoked weed and i literally never smoke weed and i'm like okay girl like good for you and then i was like i was like when is dragnificent coming back and she didn't like answer me right away she like took me and like spun me around and like shimmied with me oh she also poked my boob during her performance which was fine i guess all right yeah she's fine i guess she didn't like like honk it she's like give it a little poke I was right. wearing a low-cut top, but that's besides right. the point. <laughs> but um, she gave me a little inside scoop on Dragnificent. She was like, yeah, we had a meeting with TLC today. And, um, you know, it's a network, but, you know, and they gave me, like, a big wink. And I said, ooh, are you giving me the inside scoop on it? And she said, I just might be. So um, I guess I'm passing along the message to anyone else who watches Dragnificent. <laughs> it's a really wholesome show, if you ever want to check it out. <laughs> Anyways, let's, like, get into this. <laughs> I just <laughs> had to share that. I just think it's funny. When you were at the gay bar with the drag queens, I was at a baptism. Oh, my God. Yay. <laughs> I think that juxtaposition is a little funny, and it should be noted. <laughs> yes, it should. <laughs> it was a good time, too. Yeah. I mean, I am just, like, my fullest self, I think, when either I'm at a concert or when I'm in a gay bar, and especially when there is drag performances happening. Like, that is that is fully Maggie to a T. <laughs> Yeah, here for it. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I guess we can get into the, the episode, actually. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> now that we um, got our little rant out of the way. <laughs> um, so, 
First up, we're going to talk about Ellie Kemper. So there's been some updates in the story. If you guys remember last week, she was under fire in the media for participating in a controversial beauty pageant as a teen. The ball was under scrutiny for being um, the organization for being a racist organization, white supremacist organization. So I'm just going to read part of her apology so you guys can get the gist of um, how she was apologizing, what she apologized for. I was old enough to have educated myself before getting involved. I unequivocally deplore, denounce, and reject white supremacy, she continued. At the same time, I acknowledge that because of my race and my privilege, I am the beneficiary of a system that has dispensed unequal justice and unequal rewards. So, I feel like there's a lot of big words in there, but I feel like it was a very sincere, heartfelt apology, and she didn't try to excuse any of her actions. She said, I was in the wrong. I didn't know at the time, but that doesn't make me, like, in the right. So I really like that she didn't just, like, excuse her youth or, like, use her youth as an excuse. She Which a lot said, of people tend to do. Exactly. I mean, she was 19. She was still an I. adult. I.e. Camila Cabello. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I felt like she really touched at the heart of the issue. Um, she said it was horrible, and she understands that her privilege... Um, allowed her to be part of this and to cloud her judgment, um, which I think is really important. And it should be noted, too, that her queer black co-star from Kimmy Schmidt, Titus Burgess, um, basically said he supports her and he loves her. So, Yeah, I think it's a big deal that he publicly acknowledged her apology. Yes. And I hope that gets other people on board, too, because, like I said last episode, like, this should not be something that we, that we cancel Ellie Kemper over. Yeah, and it wasn't like it was in an interview or something where he was asked about it. He took to Instagram himself yeah. and, like, said what he said. So Exactly. And she took full responsibility. So, so there were some updates for that situation. We yeah. wanted an apology, and we got it. <laughs> yep, there we go. It's always, it's always good to get an apology from someone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Obviously, it wasn't directed at us, though, but, you know, it's just nice to hear. <laughs> oh, moving on, though, to Simone Biles. The greatest athlete maybe ever in the world, in case you didn't know. <laughs> she, what was she competing at? Um, I'm trying to figure that out. I think it was the U.S. It's just called like U.S. All Around. Oh, okay. Gymnastics. I, I, I don't know gymnastics jargon, <laughs> but um, this girl. I think it's just the U.S. Gymnastics Championship. I think that's just all it's called. Oh, okay. Well, that's, I can understand that. <laughs> um, This girl, though. Completed a move that has since been named the Biles that nobody else in the history of gymnastics has completed. I am probably wrong when I'm like describing this, but I believe it was like three flips in a row and then two like flips in the air. Like I told you, I don't understand gymnastics jargon. I just watch it and I'm amazed every time. (laughs) Every time someone does anything. I did gymnastics when I was like five and I to this... To this day, I can't do a somersault, so. <laughs> yeah, I just think she's absolutely amazing. So she, now she's won seven of these titles, and that's the most of any female ever. And, like, what's going to stop her now? She's, I feel like she's just going to keep going. And I just saw something that she hasn't come in a position or place less than first since 2013. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh. How, is that not the craziest thing you've ever heard? How old is she, then? Um... I want to say she's in her early 20s. Okay, because usually gymnasts, their career ends at like 23. And she's been doing this since 2013. Damn, that young? So how old would she be? I can't do math in my head. 
she's like twenty. I'm gonna look 24. up how old she is right now. Okay. <laughs> um. So twenty thirteen was like eight years ago. Oh my god! Eight years she's ago. She's twenty four, so she was sixteen. <gasps> okay. Oh my god. And now she's just in a league of her own. If she has a, her own move named after her, like when she goes to the Olympics, she's not competing against anyone. She's just competing against herself. I was thinking about this actually too the other day. I was like, if I was a gymnast or just like really any athlete in general, like if I was like a swimmer competing against Michael Phelps or someone like that, I would just want to go for second place because there's no way I'm getting the gold against those kind of athletes. Like it's an accomplishment. I mean, obviously it's an accomplishment to get any medal at the Olympics, but if you're shooting for first against those kind that, of athletes, that that's... Just like sh but in like for Simone Biles, it just like shows how motivated she must be yeah like she's competing against herself that's it that's it yeah and she just continues to outdo herself that's insane yeah and also what i really like about her is that she just is like so humble too like when she's in interviews and stuff and people are like how do you feel being the greatest athlete in the world and she's like i mean it's just like an honor i guess she's so <laughs> like, cute yeah i know i've never like seen something that's even come off like as remotely cocky no confident yes but like arrogant never oh my god if that was me i'd be like yeah bitch i'm here <laughs> right and <laughs> here are all of my gold medals i'm wearing all of them right now they're oh weighing my god, me down right? but here they are <laughs> she's going to the the olympic trials soon i mean duh <laughs> <laughs> yeah so good for simone biles and yeah, she just seems like a nice person. So, and that's always good. Yeah, when... I feel like everyone just really likes her. Yeah. Like, I don't hear anything bad about her. Never. I think she's fantastic. Good for you, Miss Simone. <laughs> um, but if you want to see something that's not fantastic, go to Sports Center's Instagram. In the past week, Sports Center has posted zero things about Simone Biles winning her seventh historic U.S. gymnastics title. However, they've posted 17 times about Logan Paul losing to Floyd Mayweather. So. Ooh. What the fuck cares? I mean, make a post about it. It's big in the sports world, but nothing for this woman who's making history versus I, this YouTuber I who got his know. ass kicked. He like, didn't really get his ass kicked, but still. Yeah. Well, I knew that like the fight was obviously happening, but I didn't know like when it was. Me neither. But I knew that Simone Biles was doing the Biles. Uh-huh. I did know that. I watched <laughs> it. As soon as I saw the... It was like, Simone Biles now has new move. Name the Biles. I'm like, I need to watch now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Ugh, yeah, because ESPN is just run by a ton of misogynistic men, so... Like, what? nothing? Yeah, not a single tweet. That's really suspicious. That's gross. That's horrible. <laughs> so, um, Simone Biles, we support you here at Popping Off About Pop Culture, but fuck ESPN, I guess. <laughs> All right. <sighs> I, need, I, I just, uh, yeah, we need to stop talking about yeah, that because I'm going to go on a rant. Yeah, go off, and Ugh. that's the rest of the episode. <laughs> Um, okay, we are going to go into a different subject completely unrelated. I don't know if you guys are aware that Drake Bell is, like, even still a person or not. Last, the <laughs> last I heard from Drake Bell, he was, like, a Spanish pop star He was, or like, something. fleeing to Mexico. <laughs> yeah, like, I have no idea what that was. And before that, the last thing I heard about Drake Bell was his uh, cover, his acoustic cover of Gucci Gang. If you guys haven't heard that, I suggest oh, checking that's it a, out. Oh, that's a hit right there. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, most recently, he was arrested for child endangerment. And, um, I mean, he's out on bail now. But seen the mugshot. And why does the mugshot look like it's taken in, like, a high school hallway? Like, it doesn't look like it's <laughs> it's taken, you know, the it has, like, the, the background of a regular mugshot. <laughs> 
But apparently, he has been in contact with this girl who came forward and said that Drake Bell has basically been sending her inappropriate text messages since 2017. 2017. And I think they met up at a concert of his in 2018 after they had been DMing back and forth. And at that time, she was like 15, 16, and Drake Bell is well into his 30s. (laughs) He's 34 now, so he was like 30. Yeah, there's not much detail about what the messages consisted of. But he's he's out on bond right now because he's going to court for it. Yes. So... I could imagine that it was some sexually explicit messages, maybe a nude or two. (laughs) Whatever it was, it must have been gross. He's just charged for child endangerment. So I feel like they were like, they weren't nudes, but I feel like they were like borderline. Like he wanted to meet up with her kind of thing. Because it would have said... Because it would have said like some sort of like sex offense, I feel like, if he had sensed that. Because he's just charged for attempted child endangerment, meaning he probably was like, let's meet up, let's hang out. Yeah. And, like, alluding to things, you know? Gross, Drake Bell. Mm Mm-hmm. Why can't you just be, like, Josh, who just, like, posts stupid videos about old episodes of Drake and Josh and, like, alludes to all the iconic catchphrases from the episodes? Well, Drake and Josh reboot was kind of supposed to happen at some point. Yeah, then Drake Bell ran off and became a Spanish (laughs) pop star or something. I don't know. it's definitely never going to happen. No, which is, it's it's fine. (laughs) I don't need a reboot of every single show I watched as a kid. I really don't. No. Yeah, it's fine. I have I have all the episodes of Drake and Josh I could need, and I especially do not want any of them now. <laughs> no, definitely not. Yeah. But, I mean, we are excited for one reboot coming up. <laughs> yes, the iCarly trailer came out, and I have said, I think I said this in the last week's episode, or maybe, I have said it in one episode prior to this, but I am just, like, not usually here for, like, reboots reunions, sequels, prequels, whatever it is. But the iCarly trailer looks really good. And it's like, it's geared toward the people that watched it growing up, which is how you do a reboot. Yeah. Because kids who are our age or who are the age when we watched it aren't like going to get the jokes if like they play off the of the old jokes that yeah. they did in the in the original season. But in this trailer, they're drinking warm beer. Spencer said, damn it. Carly said sexy, and Carly I guess. I guess. <laughs> they're dating. They're talking about like hooking up and stuff. And I just might get Paramount Plus just for this. Seriously. And I'm also against like getting a lot of streaming services because I, I look a cable network. Sorry <laughs> about it. <laughs> yeah, I was not excited about this um, reboot or whatever you want to call it until I saw the trailer, really. I mean, like I wasn't like unexcited, but the trailer was really good. Well, I was just like thrown off because Sam isn't going to be in it. Gibby's not going to be in it. I know. Neville's in it, though. Uh-huh. And I think Nora's <laughs> going to be in it. What? Ew. Which means Lubert will probably be in it, too. <gasps> Fun fact. I don't know if anyone knew this who's listening, but Nora and Lubert are married in real life, and there's kind of yeah. a big age gap. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so do what you will with that. It just, it, 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 just, it just looks... It looks like it has, like, the same vibe that the original iCarly had, which is good, but then also, you know, mixed in with jokes that we would get, and but that would go over our heads if we were, like, 10. Yeah, and it's, like, it's not too adult, because, like, I don't no, need it's, them, it's like, raunchy. like, having sex. Like, no, that's, I, I that's, don't need to see Freddie Benson much. try that to hook is, up with ugh, a girl. It can, to, it can be implied. That's fine, but... Mm-hmm. I, I don't need Freddie Benson to try and fail to take off a girl's bra. Oh, I God. really don't. 
I don't need it. Okay. <laughs> um, my only critique is that the loft looks really dull and boring. Yeah, it lost a lot of its flavor. And Spencer's an artist, so like, what the fuck is he doing? Did he go back to law school? <laughs> Do you think? And now he's all boring? <laughs> uh, I hope I'm not. drinking hot beer? <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> I hope not either, but... Oh, also, uh, Miranda Cosgrove recreated her famous meme that's from Drake and Josh, where oh, she's, yeah. like, sitting at the computer with, like, a little, little smirk, smirk on, on her face. face. <laughs> yeah! Oh, I, I lived. <laughs> yeah, that was that was a good part. That was a good moment. <laughs> yes. I, yeah, but I really think I'm gonna download or buy Paramount Plus now because of that. And I think it comes out next week, like, the 17th or something. Yeah. I, it's I really soon. It's, I knew it was sometime this month, I thought. Yeah, so, oh, also another fun fact, um, I don't know, like, when or how this happened, but Jeanette McCurdy follows me on Twitter. <laughs> I just had to share. Wow, good for you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I, I just had to brag a little bit. <laughs> okay, um, I don't, don't know if, like, anyone who's listening used to watch Jackass when they were younger, but I sure, certainly shouldn't have been watching it when I was, um, but they are doing a final Jackass movie now that they're all, like, old and their bones are probably disintegrating. <laughs> but they decided to come back with another movie to tie it all up in a bow, I guess. It sounds like all of the original cast members are coming back. And Jeff Tremaine is the director again. But uh, there's been some drama with it because Bam Margera is just flying off the handles Bam Margera has not been in a good space ever since Ryan Dunn, unfortunately, passed away. And Ryan Dunn is one of the original Jackass cast members. And it was in his contract that he needed to stay sober. If he couldn't stay sober, then he was kicked out of the movie, which is what happened. And I believe it was like, I don't know, two, three weeks ago, Johnny Knoxville, who was a big star of Jackass, did, I believe, a cover with GQ. I could be wrong about the magazine, but it was like, it was a big magazine he did a story with. And he was, you know, talking about the movie, like the past movies, the upcoming one, and things like that. And he was just saying that they all genuinely want the best for Bam. Like, they tried to help him. Like, they've had interventions. Bam Margera has been to rehab, I believe, three times and just, like, cannot get it together. And, like, I understand that going to rehab may take a few times, but it just doesn't seem like anything is clicking with him. And it makes me really sad because Bam was one of my favorite people on there. Him pranking his parents was so funny. And I saw that, like, Jeff Tremaine, like, really, really wanted to keep him, but he, like, just couldn't because he's well, such yeah. a mess. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm sure and he did. It was in the contract. And, like, he was trying to fight for him. But, like, at some point, like, you broke your contract. Mm -hmm. You're not sober. You're, like, messing this up for the rest of these people who are trying to get this movie done. Exactly. And now Jeff Tremaine has a restraining order against Bam Margera because Bam was sending him threatening text messages, like, threatening to harm him and his kids and his whole family. And yeah, he was, like, like posting videos on Instagram, like, threatening yeah. them. I know. It's, it's like really, not even like just sending voicemails or yeah, something. Yeah, no, like it's posting like posting publicly. Public. Yeah, it's really scary. And like I said, I know Bam Margera has been struggling for a really long time. But it's like, when is enough is enough? Is it going to be when he's dead? I really hope not. Yeah. I understand losing your best friend. It must be the worst feeling in the world. But I don't think Ryan Dunn would want him to live this way. And I know that pretty much everyone besides Johnny Knoxville 
has just been fucked up. <laughs> I know from, Steve-O had so many issues. Yeah, Steve-O, um, a couple years ago. Well, Steve-O has been sober for, ooh, I want to say 12, 13 years. Like, I know he just celebrated a sobriety anniversary, which is great for him. But I know a couple years ago he was talking about, like, when he was deep in his addiction and he snorted a line of coke and there was like blood mixed in with it and he like and he knew that there was blood mixed in it with it he didn't know whose it was or where it came from and he just like didn't give a shit like he was like thank god i didn't get any diseases but like that just shows how much i didn't give a fuck about myself like i was willing to snort cocaine that may have given me hiv or whatever blood disease you can get from that which is crazy, but I mean, now he's in a better place. I know many of the other cast members who have gotten sober are in a better place. I mean, all those years, I don't think I could do the stunts that they did sober either. But, you know, you gotta grow up sometime. Yeah, well, they all also are always getting injured. Yeah, and it probably hurts a little less when you're high on cocaine yeah, and drunk. Gives you a little courage. <laughs> yeah, right? So, yeah, I don't really know what... Like, where anyone goes with Bam Margera from here, if anywhere. It just makes me sad. It really does. I hope he gets it together. Me too. Because, like I said, him pricking his parents in the heyday of Jackass <laughs> was so funny. It was so good. <sighs> but, um, yeah, I don't know. Like, he just can't get it together, which, like I said, <laughs> makes me really sad. Yeah. Okay. Let's move on to... I feel like this was kind of like swept under the rug a little bit earlier in the week. But, there was um, just a lot of news this week. I feel like there, there were bigger was. things to worry about than this. Yeah, but um, but it's worth noting. <laughs> right, because um, I mentioned very briefly that Zane <laughs> is my bestie. <laughs> <laughs> you got I a Zane keychain. I do. It's and not even a Zane. It's like... It, it's literally like a figurine, like miniature Barbie doll of Zane. For all my One Direction girlies out there who are listening, I know you know what I'm talking about because there was one of each of them. They're like little people keychains. They're from like 2012. I got it for like $2 on Amazon. But it's very whitewashed. Like I asked my dad who we thought it was and he said Joe Jonas, which is honestly a good guess. And he's like really beat up because I've had it forever. And he's also wearing what looks like a prison jumpsuit. But anyways. Bit, but love it. <laughs> That thing is my prized possession. <laughs> um, anyways, he got into a fight outside of a bar or something in New York. And from what I read, it just sounded like this random guy and his friends were like heckling him. And the biggest thing that came out of that fight was people just like latching onto something that is not a big deal and that you need to focus on other things like Okay, let me just say it. He, the guy called him the F word, slur, whatever you want to call it. And then he repeated it back. He said, oh, I'm the whatever. Mm -hmm. And he wasn't saying the F word in a derogatory way. He wasn't actually calling the guy it. He wasn't saying it to anyone else. He just repeated it. And when you're in the heat of the moment, I mean, I think it's, I don't want to say excusable, but like, maybe a little bit understandable. I don't know. I Zane is not homophobic, one. And two, he was just defending himself. I mean, there was, like, people separating them. But, like, who was this random guy to come up and just, like, fuck with him? Yeah. As a member of the LGBTQ community, <laughs> I can say that I am not offended by this. But, obviously, if you're not queer, you, you shouldn't be saying the F slur, you know? Not cool. No, definitely not. However... 
it's not it's this isn't to take away like the weight that like queer people have faced over the years and like the persecution they've faced but this isn't like the n-word where there's been like this history of use with just this word like there's been a lot of hatred and discrimination towards the lgbtq community however it's not like the same as the n-word where like if somebody says it they are like automatically like homophobic i feel like he was just repeating it and while it's not cool he can be like, yeah, I shouldn't have done that, and we can move on. I mean, I don't think it needs to be a big deal. The one thing that made me uncomfortable about that fight, though, was why did he take off his shirt? Zane, why did he take off his shirt? Why do men do that when they get into fights? Steven, you're a man. Why do, they, why do men do that? <laughs> I don't know. That's a little homoerotic, if you're asking me. Maybe there's like, something to the Zane. Uh, pff, maybe. <laughs> Well, like, I just don't get it. Like, when I saw him do that, I was like, oh, come on, boy. <laughs> like, what does, yeah, what is taking off your shirt, like, gonna do for the fight? Like, and if Zane anything, is... if somebody starts taking off their shirt, you start punching them. They can't see. <laughs> and Zane also had on, like, a pretty bulky sweatshirt, too. So, like, wouldn't that give him, like, like, if they did start hitting each other, like, wouldn't that give him, like, a, like, a little a bit cushion. of protection? Yeah. yeah. No, and Zane has muscle. I've seen it. <laughs> but he's still very skinny. He's a yeah. guy. <laughs> But, um, yeah, I will defend this man till the death unless he does something absolutely wrong. So all of you out there saying that he's homophobic or whatever the fuck, how would you focus on Kid Rock, who actually said the F word on stage a couple days ago in a, in a derogatory way? Do that. <laughs> <right>. Anyways. <laughs> and that's it. <laughs> yeah. And trust See you me, next week. Yeah. <laughs> Just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> and trust me, I would kick this man's ass if i knew that he was saying something derogatory okay i'm not this is, that this is very true i'm not that deep okay <laughs> let's move on to another one direction member liam payne did a podcast a couple days ago and i forgot what the, what the podcast name is it doesn't really matter not really but um he was just talking about like, his experience in one direction and god as much as like I don't want to silence people for, like, telling their stories. It's also just, like, stop it. <laughs> Let me have this nice, this nice vision of what you guys went through. And you guys were all best friends. And you all loved each other. And you guys all held hands everywhere you went. And maybe kissed each other, too. I don't know. <laughs> but it was all flowers and rainbows. Just let me have that idea in my head, okay? But no, Liam can't let me have it. <laughs> and I got enough of this from Zane. But Liam was just saying that... He was really heavily into alcohol and it sounded like pills too for a minute. And I guess he still struggles with, with alcohol because he said that it got pretty bad again during COVID. He was just saying that like while they did have a lot of freedom, they also really didn't because it would be like, wake up, record, go to the venue, get on stage, sing, get back in the car, go back to the hotel. And then they're locked in the hotel for the rest of the night. That just reminded me of that Lady Gaga clip where she's like, bus, club, another club, <laughs> another club. <laughs> the way you listen to things sounded just like her. I'm sorry. Well, that was funny. This is a really This is funny. not funny. <laughs> um, just like kind of how it is, though. They got like stuck into the like X Factor contracts. Like that's, that's how it is. Yes. And, and also. It's not a good thing, but. I just think about. Like, when I was 16, and in, like, the mindset that I had when I was 16, if I was thrown into that, I would be an absolute nut job right now. Like, I would be, I, I don't even know. I would probably be dead in a ditch somewhere, honestly. Like, 
so the fact that he like got himself together a little bit and it can like admit to you know the struggles that he had and be open about it I think is commendable and he also brought up um when he there was like some pictures that came out about of him and this girlfriend that he had at the time and they were on a boat and I know exactly what he's talking about when he said that he just like looked at the pictures and like thought that he looked like so bloated and gross because that was like his pills and drinking era. Mm -hmm. And I know exactly what he's talking about because everyone in the fandom was like, what the fuck is going on with Liam? Like he doesn't look great. Like I don't want to judge him for like gaining weight, but it just seems like kind of fast that he did it. And also if you're like jumping around on stage every night for seven months. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Also, I think it's interesting that it's cool to talk about mental health now, but when Zayn left the band, y'all girlies were pissed. Oh, y'all hated him. my God. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell y'all something. <laughs> I, if I can get over Zayn leaving the band, then anyone can get over it, okay? Because I know <laughs> some people still give him shit, like, if Zayn comes back ever for a reunion tour, I'm not, I'm not gonna support him, and I don't like his music, and blah blah blah, he sucks. No, he doesn't, okay? He did what, he did what was best for him, and maybe Liam should have left too if he was suffering so bad. I don't know. I mean, Liam did say that he still thinks of the One Direction days as like the best days of his life, which gave me some peace of mind. Oh, that's like a lot to say that you were like miserable like miserable on drugs and everything to be like it's also the best days well he he didn't say like miserable he just said that he like struggled with the substances okay. because he would just like do it alone yeah. he would be in his hotel room at like 19 years old like drinking till he falls asleep that's not it no which isn't healthy but yeah i mean i i really can't go on a rant about zane because it will take up the entire rest of the episode <laughs> <laughs> We've got good things to talk about, too, so... Yes, we do. We don't need to get there. Um, but, yeah, Liam said, like like I was saying, that he still struggles with alcohol, I guess. He's recently now a vegetarian, though. Said he feels better about that. Uh, okay, good <laughs> for him, I guess. <laughs> and uh, he just broke up with his fiance, which is I fine. I did see that. It's fine because she was too young for him. Liam is 27, 28, and this girlie, like, just turned 21. I think. And people speculated that, like, they were dating when she wasn't of age. I don't... Well, allegedly. Allegedly. I'm not trying to get sued. When, speculating. Yes. Yeah. Speculating. Allegedly. Hear those words. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I know that when they went public, she was 18. But before then? Allegedly. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not going to touch it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Okay, let's move on to some relationship news. Some of it kind of weird. Kanye West and Irina. I am so sorry, Irina. I don't know how, how the fuck to pronounce your last name. Irina Shake. Shake? 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 I don't Shike? know. She's Shake? a model. She's Bradley Cooper's baby mama. I don't know. And they were spotted together in France um, over this past week for Kanye's birthday. And uh, they looked a little romantic to me like it didn't like they were one-on-one -on -one and it didn't seem like a little friendly let's get together for your birthday thing mm -hmm. it seemed like a date and he name dropped her in a song in 2010 too so he's talked about her before yeah she was in the music video yeah it's so like they've known each other but still it's very weird to me because i cannot imagine kanye west in any relationship ever again 
I can't imagine Kim Kardashian in a this relationship This girl must really then. feel herself. You know how bold it's got to be to be, like, with Kanye West, like, right after him and Kim break up? Yeah. That's, like, bold. I agree. She, I don't know what she, she's on, but give me some of that confidence, <laughs> like. Yeah, there's, like, not too much detail other than that they were, they were in together. France like, together We don't even know if they're, birthday. like, together together. However, probably. I, it's just very, very strange to me. Oh, and then one headline was like, is Irina the one to move to Wyoming with Kanye? <laughs> Who cares? Yeah. <laughs> I just like cannot imagine him in a relationship. Like he just seems like so on another level. And so does Kim Kardashian. Like, I don't know who, sh- who she's going to end up with, if anyone. They don't feel like real people. No. They feel like characters. They really do. And I... I mean, if I were to guess if Kim Kardashian got with anyone, it would be someone who's like in business. Or That's like what I was just lawyer. picturing when you were saying that. Somebody very like professional, mellow. Yes. I, she's done with athletes. She's done with musicians. It would be someone who's very like put Somebody together. who's like rich, but not actually high profile. Yes, I agree. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a really like good way to put it. Like an exec or something like that. Yes, that's a really good way to put it. But Kanye West, I don't know what the fuck he's going to do. If this if this ends up being, like, a real relationship, I'm going to be so shocked. Because imagine Irina going to dinner and, like, it's her, Kanye West, and, like, Bradley Cooper. Because, like, you know, if it's, like, someone's going to be around your kid, especially if they're little, you yeah. got to, like, introduce them. Yeah. Weird. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't, I don't really know what else to say about it. Maybe this will work out. Maybe this won't. I kind of hope it doesn't. Because I, like I feel like anything. I feel like Kanye West just needs to go sit in Wyoming for a while and maybe get on some meds again. <laughs> uh, yeah, I would say that's probably sound advice for him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think. I mean, for any people with like mental health issues, I feel like you shouldn't be rushing into that relationship right after the serious one ended. A marriage where you have four children with the person. And it was completely public the entire time. Yes. I know that Kim Kardashian kind of opened up about it on the most recent episodes of Keeping Up With The Kardashians. And she was just saying, like, he deserves someone who's going to, like, follow him wherever he wants to go and just, like, be a sidekick, basically. Where she's not that. She is her own person. She has her own shit to do. (laughs) And she's raising four kids while doing it. She was very supportive of him, though. Yeah. Like saying all that, like, mm-hmm. obviously she was doing her own stuff and not following around like a puppy dog. However, she was so supportive of him. Yeah. I mean, I feel like without saying it, the bottom line for her was, you know, with all the shit you're saying about like Trump and slavery was a choice and and him calling Chris. This was funny, though. Him calling Chris Jenner, Chris Jong-un. Come on. <laughs> Come on. That's that so fine. good. That was fine. <laughs> yeah. And just like going on his Twitter rants, I just think that she was like, I can't do this anymore. Like you can still, like obviously she said that she's never going to keep the kids away from him, but like you can't be married to that. <laughs> I mean, when he was like posting like the personal things about like her abortions and stuff yeah. like that. Well, he or, said like, that not, when he was yeah. running for president. Yeah. Yes. Like, that she clearly didn't want people to to know about. Or not know about, but, like, she clearly didn't want him to be talking about it well, how, publicly well, like that. Yeah, because how about when North is old enough to understand what an abortion is, she's going to be like, uh, mom, I yeah. almost was an abortion? What? <laughs> yeah, it's messed up. Yeah. So. 
I don't know. I don't know what else there is to say. Yeah. <laughs> a little tidbit about our favorite couple here, Benifer. <laughs> just just a little, just just a little, little crumb for everyone. J-Lo is moving to L.A. It's official. She's looking there for school for, for schools for her kids. She will be traveling back and forth from L.A. to Miami, but L.A. will be her home base. And that also means she will be closer to Ben Affleck. Coincidence? I don't think so. No, no, no. <laughs> yeah, I just I love any any little crumb I get a benefit. <laughs> I really do. It's like the like the blurriest picture, but the, it it like kind of looks like they're holding hands. If you squint really hard and you tilt your head, I'm here for it. <laughs> I'll post about it. I'll rave about it. <laughs> we take those crumbs as we get them. Oh, of course. <laughs> okay, to end this podcast well before a toast and a roast uh we're gonna talk about lord oh it's <laughs> the fat oh it's just been a long time in the making it's been so long um so if you guys didn't know she is releasing a new song called solar power and we this has been like rumors for weeks and maggie and i have wanted to talk about it so bad but we were like okay we just need to wait until there's like some sort of actual news from like lord herself or the song comes out, or anything. Mm-hmm. So we held on, and boy, do we have the news! <laughs> yeah, a couple days ago, the album art or the cover art for the single came out, and this bitch is she's double cheeked up. Is she, she what got fatty? Where, what? Did, that Where did that come from, Lord? Oh my Ella. god! I know. Like we are looking inside of Lord. Pretty much. Yeah, we are inside of her. Yeah, I'm if you haven't seen it, it, look it up because you're gonna be like. That's the Royals girl? What? <laughs> yeah, right? Yes. <laughs> well, I am obviously very excited, but today a little bit of the Solar Power single leaked. The whole song. Okay, well, I only heard a little bit of what you said to me on Twitter while I was at work today. I And then I keep seeing uh, tweets from, like, Lord Daily and, like, Lord Official Music, whatever, mm-hmm. saying that it's going to be released at tonight as we're recording this at 8 p.m. Eastern. Right now it's 5 5 p.m. Eastern. I've heard six, too, so I've uh, heard a lot of things. I've also heard 11, so I don't know when it's getting released, but at least by tomorrow when this podcast is out, this song will be out. I hope so. I hope you enjoy least. it. I was one of the lucky ones. <laughs> I saw a tweet that the song was out, and it was like, the tweet was like four or five minutes old, so I like immediately went to Apple Music. Yes, I use Apple Music, but y'all Spotify uses Replay because it was only released on Apple yeah, Music and Tidal and Deezer. I, use, I so. use Apple Music too. And guess what? I got a y'all little peek of it too. Yeah, everyone who wants to tell me, why do you use Apple Music, not Spotify? <laughs> what makes that so much better? Blah, blah, blah. This. <laughs> we actually don't really care about that, but no, we're tired really of being don't. slandered by you Spotify users. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so I had the song played and then like I immediately sent it to all my friends and they like they couldn't get it because it said it was unavailable like in this country or your region or something. Mm-hmm. But, like, for 20 minutes, I was able to, like, loop the song and listen to it a bunch, and then it didn't work anymore. But I feel really blessed, because I got to listen to the song a bunch of times in a row. And I really like it. It's very different. It's acoustic, and then it, like, picks up towards the end. Yeah. But, yeah, it's definitely not, like, the normal pop that she's made. I mean, I'm sure the album is going to be like that, like, the normal music we hear from her. Or at least, you know. It's not, like, far off from what she does. It's just a little bit Yeah, it's just acoustic. But it's like, I I mean... I'm fine with that. Like, she's, it's a new album, new sound, you know? Yeah. Mm. Um, and I saw this after I listened to the song, but it was um, that Phoebe Bridgers and Claro did the background vocals. 
And I didn't really tell when I was listening to it. I couldn't really tell. Because Lord always layers her vocals, like, a bunch to sound like there's, like, a lot of people behind her. Mm -hmm. So I just assumed that's what she was doing. But um, when it comes <laughs> out, um, I'm going to listen again. <laughs> Phoebe Bridgers is in, like, the background of every song <laughs> these days. So true. <laughs> yeah. Because her voice, like, it's just, like, it's really, perfect for, like, anything, I feel like. I feel like it's really easy to harmonize with. Yeah. But Lord just... Lord just means so much to me and Steven. I, my one and only, like, official tattoo... I have some stick and pokes, but like my one, <laughs> my one actual tattoo is melodrama. And I got it from, if anyone listening to this went to her last tour, I got it from the handwriting that like I assume is hers that was on the confetti that came down. Mm -hmm. That's where I got it from. It's on my right arm. Yes, that's it's very exciting. We yes. we love melodrama. Melodrama forever. <laughs> oh my god, melodrama forever. And we're just really excited for this new music. And I saw people talking about this on Twitter, too. Like, in Liability, how she's like, you're going to watch me disappear into the sun. <gasps> and then her debut single is Solar Power. Stop. I really just got the chills. Stop it. <laughs> I don't know if these are continued, but, like, this is Solar Power. Um, she released it on the day of a solar eclipse, like, today. And then she her literally mind. disappeared into the sun. She's emerging from the sun. Her mind. Boy. I I don't know if it's a coincidence, but that feels, like, too real. Oh. Oh, her mind! Oh my god. I I just, like, I don't know if this album will top melodrama, and if it doesn't, that's completely fine. I'm still gonna love it. But melodrama just means so, so much to me, and it came out during a time where, you know, I was growing up. I was moving on into a new chapter of my life. I just got out of high school, and that's, like, pretty much what the album is about, hence why I got it tattooed on my body forever. Yeah, it's really interesting for us because... 2013 was when Pure Heroin came out, and that's when we started high school. Mm -hmm. That was our freshman year of high school. Um, like, first semester freshman yep. year was when Royals was big. Yes. And then we graduated high school in 2017 in the spring, and that's, like, right when Melodrama came out. Mm -hmm. And now, we're and now we just graduated college. I said, though, I because people <laughs> have been, like, wanting music from her since, like, I mean, since forever, but people, like, really started talking about it, like, two years ago maybe last year mm -hmm. and i was like i was like i want it too but i also want her to wait so i can bit. just a little bit just so i can say that like it came out during these pivotal times I in just, my like, life i cannot believe like they've lined up to these like moments of change in our life like, so it was well so meant for us right <laughs> she and she's us. like a little bit older like she's not she's like doing the same thing as us yeah. but she's like not in the she's in the same stage of life but like she's a little bit ahead of us so it's just like interesting that these are coming out, like, yes. when we need them. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I know. And me and Steven saw her in concert the last time she came. And let me tell you, I, do, I really felt like when she was talking, she was talking to me. And when mm -hmm. she was singing, she was singing, like, only to me. When she, she would just, like, sit on the stage. And this is Little Caesars Arena, which houses, like, tens of thousands of people. Yeah. And she's so far away. We were not close. But no. it felt like she was literally singing directly to me. Yeah. Oh, God. She's just so amazing. I just love her so much. And I'm just, I know that she's a private person and, like, I would rather her, you know, be a little bit more public. But just the fact that she is a private person and, like, still gets me the way that she does. She's so unequivocally herself. And I feel yes. like she's so poignant with her word choice. When she speaks, like, when you hear interviews of her or you hear her talking about her songs, like in um, Song Exploder and stuff, she just explains things so 
clearly for you to understand. Like she already paints such beautiful pictures, like with the imagery and the word choice of her music. But when you hear her talk about her music and what it means, it is just like so specific and to the point. It's not just like how some artists will be like, I sang about dancing because I like to dance. <laughs> like, you know, that's fine too every once in a while. Yeah, but like of course. the fact that she just is so precise and specific with her artistry. Yeah, and you know, it just makes it like that much more special too, like with the fact that she's private when you get those emails mm-hmm. from her. And it's like like she genuinely writes out these like emails or like letters to people that are signed up for them. And it just feels so personal. And yeah, like Stephen was saying, she just explains things in a way where you, where it just like brings you, or at least for me, it just brings me a lot of peace. <laughs> yeah. Her writing is really good too in those emails. Like Yeah, it's just so eloquent. Yeah. She's amazing. Yes. <laughs> we could go literally on and on about we her really forever. Could. Like I could just go like track by track. <laughs> Seriously, which we might you know, do. We might have a we Lord might have special. A Lord out. Yeah, we might have a when Lord the special. album comes out. <laughs> uh can we also put it on recording right here that we are spending good money when she comes back on tour and getting front <sighs> row? Oh my god, I know I I need to. Say it. My bank account won't like it, but you know, we will. Okay, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> she, she's going to go back to this and play it for I me. definitely will. <laughs> oh, my God. So you better save up those coins. <laughs> Lord, if you're hearing it, you want to give us a discount? I follow your Onion Ring account. <laughs> oh, my God. I always forget she has that to, like, some, like she posts on it or something. I also really want to just, like, show her my tattoo because I've seen people do that before. Like, when they're front row and they're, like, reaching their arm over the barricade and she, like, comes to them. I saw her kiss someone because of that. I would like to get a kiss from Lord. If yeah. I'm being honest. <laughs> she would just be so honored and touched. I know. And you you know, you know that she, she would be. Like, genuinely. You yes. can just see, like, her face. She'd be like, really? I know. Oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. Yeah, like Stephen said, we could go on and on. And honestly, I kind of feel like it would be a good idea for us to do a track-by-track thing when that one does come out. Yeah. I feel like there's like there would be, like, no avoiding it. <laughs> yeah, we probably will be doing that. Yeah, so stay um, tuned for that. <laughs> might not exactly be a track-by-track, track, but, like, it'll definitely be a Lord special. Yes. <laughs> Ooh, how exciting. <laughs> okay, let's move on to our final segment of the podcast, our Toast and our Roast. Uh, would you like to go first? Yeah, that's that works. <laughs> so my Roast goes to Kid Rock. Um, Maggie brought it up earlier a little bit, so that's why I didn't really touch on him, because I was like, okay, I'm gonna talk about my roast. Um, so, yeah, basically, Kid Rock on stage just used the F-slur, um, for no reason. He just, like, thinks it's okay to say faggot, and that is not okay whatsoever. And, um, he also just fouled it up in another tweet recently, saying it again. So he's, like, doubling down oh, on his did? use. He's doubling down on his use of this. Oh, my God. Fuck him. Why does he have to be from so Michigan like, that's and, like, really represent Detroit? So, like, all I'm saying about it, because there's nothing else to say, but, like, if you support him, um, that's not cool. Don't he's talk also, to me. <laughs> yeah, he's done so much shit. Like, he has Confederate flags on stage all the time, and, you know, so that's a, a racist, homophobic. What else should I add to the list? Probably misogynistic. Oh, I'm sure. I he mean, also I remember shitty he, ass music. He came for Taylor Swift for one reason time, and it was very misogynistic, whatever it All was. Right, yeah. So, yeah, he's just really horrible, so don't support him. Um, the fact that he literally, like, doubled down on using this and thinks that's fine um, is really ridiculous. Just, like, choose another word. It's not hard. Yeah. Exactly. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's all I have for and that. it's Pride Month. What the fuck? <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like, I feel like it was purposeful. Oh, God. The fact, I mean, there's always a controversy with him literally, like, once a year at least. Yeah, there is. Um, But 
the fact that he did this during June Pride Month, I'm like, and then he doubled down on it during Pride Month. I'm like, you are aware it's Pride Month. I I know that you like don't care about gay people, but you know it's Pride Month. So, BRB, I'm gonna go throw up. <laughs> right? Yeah, that's enough. Boo Kid Rock, we hate you. Um. Anyway, my toast is Tarina Sawayama. Um. So. You guys don't know her. She's a singer. I think I briefly talked about her in one of yeah, our we episodes. Talked we talked about her fashion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So she's really cool. Um, love her music. But recently she's been cast in John Wick 4. And she doesn't have an acting credit to her name. But she's going to be the leading lady in I John Wick that. 4. And that's like a huge franchise. So like a couple weeks ago I saw that she got cast. But then it came out recently that she's like the lead lady. So that's just really exciting. I know she's going to look good. I hope she's a good actress. Either way I'll be watching. I've only seen the first John Wick, um, and I really liked it, and I, like, planned on watching the rest eventually, but this will definitely um, push me toward that, because I need to see this movie. Uh, yeah, maybe I'll watch it, too. I've never seen a single John Wick movie, and that doesn't even sound like a movie I would like, but um, maybe I'll give it a go, just for Miss Rena. <laughs> well, like I told you before, um, it's literally, like, he is, like, an ex-assassin, and these people kill his dog, so he goes on a killing spree and to get them back. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he, like, gets back at them for killing his dog. So, like, you know, that's a real man. Yeah, I mean, I could probably relate. Keanu Reeves is very in again, too. He's very what? In. <laughs> oh, it sounded like you said he's very Anakin. I was like, no, no he's not. Anakin Skywalker? No. <laughs> yeah, okay. They don't <laughs> have long sense. hair, but. <laughs> yeah, um, people, like, over the past couple years have been loving him on social media. Yeah, so... Because apparently he's just, like, a really nice guy, which is always good to hear. Yeah, I haven't heard anything bad about him ever. People just really, like, love him. Yeah. So, cheers <laughs> to you, Rena. <laughs> um, okay, my roast goes to Ryan Murphy for ending Pose. <laughs> and I know we've talked about this before a little bit, but I still have not seen the finale of Pose, which came out on this past Sunday. And I'm putting off watching it because I don't want the show to end. It's really good, BTW, if you haven't watched it yet. It is fans, so, it's so good. good. <laughs> and I know that this is just like a thing that Ryan Murphy does. He like starts a project and then just like ends it. But this is such an important one. And there's still like so much story left for all of the characters that could be told so why the fuck is he ending it i'm mad at him for ending it but you have to give him props this is the biggest cast of trans people ever ever. why it's important yeah that's what i'm saying like i hope that he has an idea that continues this um promotion and like this um visibility for people of the lgbtq community i really so like as long as he's like continuing maybe like, they'll be on like american horror story or something because angelica uh-huh. ross was on american horror story yeah she was so like as long as like he can not even like cast these people particularly but as long as he like continues to uplift people mm-hmm. in the community and like maybe has another show i won't be as mad but for right now what the <sighs> hell <laughs> yeah he just he gave them aids too early sorry for a spoiler but <laughs> And also... Well, this, this the story jumps a lot in the last this last season. Yeah, I know, because it's fucking ending. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of a spoiler, but, like, not really. <laughs> when quarantine was happening around, like, May-ish, I, like, I looked up to see if they had any plans to start filming again or, like, what the outcome of the show was going to be because... That's a show that would be extremely difficult to film during a pandemic because... I mean, they obviously did it, but it would be extremely difficult to do because... The drag ball scenes, there's so many people. They're in New York. Like, there's just a lot of people always in the scenes, pretty Mm -hmm. much. Unless they're, like, at their apartments or something. And they're, like, all over the place. Like, they're not just in, like, one room. No, they're all over New York. And, you know, like I said, the drag ball scenes have 
so many people in them. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you can't, you can't insert the pandemic storyline into there because <laughs> that didn't happen. <laughs> True. <laughs> and so I was just reading, like, what the plan was for it or, like, if there was any. And the writers and producers all said that they had plans for the show to go through at least season five. And it's ending at season three. So I'm just really disappointed because... Like, I wonder if it was an FX thing, though, too. Yeah, I don't know what the ratings the show had, like how many people watched it, but I feel I'm like I'm gonna it, guess high. <laughs> I would assume. Yeah, people talk about it all the time. Yeah. And uh, I see MJ Rodriguez, who plays Blanca, all over the place. Okay, can we stop for a second? Because if she does not get an Emmy nomination, I'm going to be pissed. <gasps> oh my she God. <laughs> acted her ass off this season. Like she's always good, but this season, this season. she is brilliant. Mm-hmm. And mm. ugh, if she doesn't get an Emmy nomination, that is wrong. There's never been a trans woman nominated in, I don't know, oh, trans person in general, I think, nominated in, like, a lead category. Okay, well, Emmy committee. So I think Laverne Cox is the only person ever nominated, and that was, like, supporting. Okay, well, Emmy committee. Y'all MJ hear Rodriguez this podcast? She should deserves. be your top pick, okay? Not just Billy Porter. It should be, honestly, the entire cast. <laughs> Thank you. All right, moving on to my toast. <laughs> My toast goes to Sonia Morgan, who is on The Real Housewives of New York. Like, no surprise, I'm talking about A Real Housewife. Last week I talked about a really frustrating episode about, you know, one of the cast members calling Ebony, who is a black woman, angry. And this episode, she basically had, like, a sit-down with everyone and, like, told them why calling a black woman angry is not the word to use. And, like, the women seemed to get it, but also, like, not... Really? I don't know. It it was just kind of like a, well, she apologized. Or, well, I apologize to you, so now you should apologize to me. We're like, that wasn't the point of the conversation. But Sonia had a separate conversation with Ebony after the group one. And she was just saying, like, like what you said was really great. You're right. Like, us as white people really just like need to take on this burden as well like we need to feel that pain we need to uplift you the black community in general and other people of color because this shouldn't be a problem still I mean like obviously but Sonia is just like Sonia has so many issues like she's just a train wreck but Sonia is very emotionally intelligent I've learned and I just think that the connection that she has with Ebony now is really special and having that separate conversation with her where she just, like, really is getting it and, like, is really in support of Ebony was just a really nice thing to see, especially because Ebony was just so, like, shaken up about the whole thing and then, like, having to sit down and explain it to all these white women, especially on national TV, was probably a really hard thing to do. So I think Sonia gave her some comfort and then Ebony gave Sonia some comfort and they just seemed like they have a really nice friendship blossoming, which I'm is really I'm glad there's, like, something not negative to come from this. Like, at least they're, like, no. trying to move forward, and hopefully they'll get it. I doubt it. <laughs> yeah, like, I mean, they keep saying, like, well, now I know, and, like, now I'm educated, and, like, Ramona says she was, like, Googling, like, things that she never knew before, and like, she's okay. educating herself, which is okay, good, which is start, what you should but do, like, but it's, it shouldn't like... Be, you shouldn't be starting now. Yeah. It shouldn't have been your start. I know. Is the issue. Exactly. So, yeah, that was just something positive to come out of it, and... Yeah, Sonia just kind of gives, like, a bad rap on the show for just being, like, this ditzy, drunk, crazy train wreck of a person. But, like I said, I think that she's actually very emotionally intelligent and is very in tune with other people's feelings, which is a good trait to have as a person. 
And yeah, that's all I have to say. Any last words? <laughs> um, just, I hope that you're enjoying solar power as much as us. I know <laughs> it'll be out when this podcast is out. So. Hopefully, fingers okay, crossed. It should be. It's supposed to be. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, please enjoy it as much as us. Um, let us know in the comments on our Instagram what you think of the song, um, of the artwork. Yeah. Yeah. Check out our link to um, our organization of the week. Yes, of course. Please do that. Yeah, you can follow us on Instagram at Pop Enough About Pop Culture. Oh, fun fact, Lisa Rinna likes my meme I posted about her about oh looking God. like she was in Run DMC. You didn't tell me she liked it. <laughs> it was only last night. Yeah, she liked it. I was like, hey, Lisa, I'm glad you, I'm glad you found this funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I post memes like that all the time. At least I try to whenever I think of something witty or funny. Um, yeah, and then please subscribe or follow us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you listen to us. Leave us some comments. We really want to hear from you. Rate us five stars on Apple Podcasts, all that jazz. And uh, Keep listening. Tell your friends. Tell your family. Exactly. And, uh, yeah, we will talk to you guys next week. Bye. See ya.